Condolences out to the family of Lola Mitchell, also known as, better known as Gangsta Boo, out of Memphis, out of 3-6 Mafia, one of the um, pioneers of Memphis hip-hop. Though I wasn't too familiar with you know, a lot of her work, you know, I do want to give her her flowers because without her influence, a lot of the Southern female rap scene or even rap scene in general wouldn't be what it is today. You know, from the likes of, like I said, with 3-6, you know, Joe Gotti, Glorilla, Young Dolph, and Juicy Fruit, who was probably one of the most slept-on artists in the game today. And I don't know if it's because of her name or just... Because she's a woman, but, you know, y'all got to show some respect. But I just send my condolences out to Gangsta Boo. Where's the money at? (laughs) Who was found dead on New Year's? You know, just thinking about that. It's kind of what influenced this episode right now is that like it's almost like we have artists celebrities all the the beloved creators and influences that we that we grew up on or watch are being found dead and and it's one of those things yeah I, I know that everybody won't just die of natural causes, but it's it almost gives me a fear, and I want to be transparent as always and t- and discuss it. It's like I always say this. I have you know say this to my friend, right? Like I have a friend who me and them only have that personal relationship, right? Because. If something happens to me, I think about, like, who's going to let them know? If somebody find me dead, like, how how are you going to have access to my, get access to my phone let everybody know? I mean, we have social media, but not everybody's got social media. Like, that's one of my biggest fears because, you know, I'm a father. You know, I have to, you know, live my life still, but it's like... I can have a um there's a attachment that I have with my family. Right? So me transitioning out of state, out of out the country, away from my family, it's like what what am I going to do? Like who is going to who is going to 
be there if I pass away. And it's like one of those things that, you know, that, you know, you don't just often just think about. It's just a random thought that sometimes comes because we're all going to die one day. And I, and I always, I'm very open about death and life because it's part of life. Death is part of life. And again, you know, you can be as healthy as an ox. You know, you are, you know, you can be as healthy as a plant and you can still die before you're meant to like die. Like you can pass away for whatever reasons. Like you can, like, I'm 35, right? So I'm still in that age of where I can still get healthy and where my body is changing at the same time, but that all my illnesses and effects that I might have had prior will still catch up to me like in my 40s or in my 50s. So I got to do what I need to do to make sure that I'm healthy enough so I can live a longer life. But it's not always the case. Like people will might think that, you know, just because you're vegan or just because you don't do drugs that, you know, you're going to, you know, live longer. You know, like your, your body, we know that certain foods that we eat affects us, right? But we, and then even certain drugs, even medication, it can affect us in a way. You know, life is a privilege, but it's also a journey. It's also a, a mystery. It's like you have certain things about you, about your body that you don't understand, that you can have a doctor that will tell you what you need, tell you what you need to take, but they don't have all the answers. They also, though, have, they may have more answers than you do, so it's good to take care of yourself. It's good to go to the doctor, get checked up, because you are then giving yourself a better opportunity to live a healthier and longer life. Right. But I'm not going to be naive and gullible and just say that, you know, everything that I take, whether it's medicine, whether it's my grains, whether it's my fruits and vegetables that I am, that is going to be, that's going to keep me alive if I still have to balance. I know, um, you know, just... You know, it was just something that I thought about because, you know, it's almost like sometimes we, we know when it's our time. Like Tupac talked about a lot. He talked about death a lot. It's almost as if he like prophesized it. Like he knew that it was coming close to an end. And that's why I'm just so grateful of. God giving his only begotten son Jesus Christ because at least I know that with all my trials and tribulations all my struggles and conquers and victories that I am saved through his grace 
So that's why it's important to always treat people and be kind to people. Because it's like there are things that will shorten your life. Whether it's drugs, whether it's gluttony, whether it's sugar, anything. You know, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, we should just do what we want, you know, eat what we want, tell what we want, because it can't shorten your life. All I'm saying is, you know, we have to be mindful that any any chance you have to be healthy, to be healthier, you know, we should take it because we don't know. And that's the thing we don't know. Like, I mean, we, like, again, we, I say this all the time, you know, we fall so much under temptation. We can be under influence of temptation that we fail to realize that life is a privilege. And, you know, I for, oh, forgot, I forgot, I, I remember she was 43 or in her 40s, but, you know, that's still young, all things considered, you know, think the beloved Cecily Tyson was in her 90s. Maya Angelou might have been, I don't know, maybe she might have been in her 90s as well. You know, these are our elders who have lived such remarkable lives. And, you know, whatever life that they live, they've been, you know, been able to see through certain things. But, you know, Gangsta Boo, like I said, coming, being a Memphis artist, a female Memphis artist, this is like when we still had the Mia X's, the Little Kim's, the Foxy Brown's, you know, female hip-hop was, you know, they like people kind of forget about that era of the 90s, like, Women, women was, you know, they still had, they still had a nice little run. No, it wasn't as, it wasn't as many, but it was still enough. Like people thinks that Nicki Minaj was the only female rapper out. Like when she came out, you know, she was the most popular, but you know, we still had these artists of the nineties still doing their thing. And even when Nicki came out, you know, there was still certain artists that was out here, like the Nahima Supremes of Breonna Perry's, and even though she, Nicki Minaj reached a certain level of fame, you know, people forget. But, like, again, like I say, nep- nepotism has a benefit. But at the same time, again, I just want to send my condolences, and hopefully her legacy can live on, because 3-6 Mafia is... One of the biggest hip hop groups in the game. You know, like you have 
the verses that they did with Bone Thugs. You know, me personally, I think that was that could that was a good little blend. But I said it before, like we have artists, not just Bone Thugs, but we also had Eight Ball MJG. You know, we had, you know, No Limit, Hot Boys, all these people who could have done one. But um, all in all, like I said, you know, one of her most notable records, Where the Money At. And like I said, you know, we still have these Memphis artists like Glorilla and Juicy Fruit. So I just want to say that, you know, it's very hard as... Uh, I'm not even going to say a black artist, but a female artist. I can imagine the type of legacy you have and the type of love you receive while you're living versus when you're no longer here. Because those of you who are more familiar than I am, I'm sure that y'all can definitely attest to like just how great Gangsta Boo was. But um, I just hope that, you know, Glorilla, who's still kind of fresh face doing her thing, gets, you know, gets the flowers she deserves as she continues to elevate in her career. And hopefully Juicy Fruit, who is also fairly new but been out for a long time. I mean, she has notoriety being that her song is being is the intro to P-Valley, but I don't think people kind of put her in those conversations yet because, again, we have other female artists who's still kind of trying to get that, you know, get that notoriety, like Lotto, who just dropped the um, album on, just dropped the uh, song FTCU for the club up with Glorilla and Gangsta Boo, but you know, he got the Lotto's, um, I mentioned Akbar, who was like, you know, still like, said Malibu Mitch, you know, you know, we still have other artists like the Nickies, like the Trinas, and even, you know, fair to say, you know, Foxy does her thing here and there. But it's like we have so much female MCs who done so much for the culture that doesn't get their flowers. You know, like I love Nicki Minaj. I acknowledge and respect the fact that she is definitely one of the biggest, greatest female MCs that hit the culture, that changed the culture in a different level. Like she transcended the like to pop culture and done so much. But I just sometimes I, it gets a little it gets a little frustrating. Because, you know, you know, me, someone who listens to women rap, I wish that, you know, Drizzy get a little bit more 
a little bit notoriety. I wish that, you know, Tink, you know, gets a little bit more notoriety. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping, you know, but I just sometimes feel like when people talk about female hip-hop, you know, you might only have, you know, maybe five that is always in that discussion of this, and that's Kim, you know, the Nikki's, the Foxy's, now they have the Cardi's and Med, but there's so many other dope female MCs who are killing it. And they're even more lyrical or more like they make great records, but I guess it's like, again, it's the business, you know, you're not going to always get everything. It's just like the same thing when you're an independent artist sometimes. And even if you're under label, like if you don't have that support from the label, then, you know, you probably won't get out there like that. Like to me, I feel like Drizzy is probably like one of the best artists, female artists to come out. Like say, cause I'm not even going to sit here and be, you know, say, you know, she's not better than a lot of these dudes, but it's like, just to, just to be fair, because I know there's a lot more men and it's a dominant sport, but like I said, Drizzy, Drizzy is like that. And those of you who know Tink, you know, no Tink, you no, know, she, she got those bars, you know, even though she puts out the, you know, the, you know, she sings most of the time, but like she has the bars. And then even like certain artists that I, that I know, you know, we have the Queen Kyle's or Astro Kai. Um, shout out to her, you know, coming out of Maryland. Then you have the Pretty Blacks, Jolie, um, Jolie Noel, you know, coming out from my hometown, VA. And then you even have, like I mentioned, um, the Juicy Fruits and, you know, even like Lola Brooks. But it's like, there, there's people that's going to be, you know, that's going to, it's kind of like anything else. They're kind of like anything else, like, again, like, Griselda's, you know, the you know, the Ace Hoods, and, you know, even, like, I'll say Wale, like, these are artists who, like, got a big fan base, but it's still kind of like, you know, they don't put them in those conversations, and that's okay, I guess, when you're independent, doing your own thing, sometimes you don't really maybe get the credit you deserve, but, you know, I just really just wanted to share share this on episodes because it, it's it's a tragic thing, you know, like, I don't know if they already reported, because like I said, this is New Year's, it's now already, like, the, like, a week after, like, a week that passed since then, but it's like, man, found dead. And I guess if there's any other way that, I mean, if somebody, I mean, if somebody just dies, then, I mean, somebody's going to have to find you dead. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's, it's so far-fetched because he was like, you're going to be found dead or you die in the hospital or something. But at least, you know, nobody killed you, but it's still kind of like a tragedy because, like I said, again, I don't know exactly the whole details of you know, her death, but, you know, I do just wanted to give 
my love and send my condolences. I think it's okay to to do that, even if you're not a big fan, because at the end of the day, this is somebody's life. You know, I'm well aware. It's like I don't expect just my friends and just my family to, you know, pay respects. Like, okay, it's like I don't have to sit here and get into a whole memorial speech about, you know, those those people who passed away that I don't know. But it was just mainly just to acknowledge that sometimes, you know, it's it's good to reflect sometimes. You know, we're all going to leave this earth one day. But, you know, all in all, like I said, one of my biggest fears personally is that, you know, if I pass away, you know, hopefully it's no time soon, Lord's will, that those who I love and care about are notified. But then again, it's like, do I even want them to know? Do I want them to even know? Because, like, believe it or not, like, it's it's hard. Like, ignorance is a bliss. Like, I don't, it's hard to know that people who we care about and love are no longer with us. But we know that, you know, they are now with God. So I can be nothing but happy for them. But it's still one of those things where the selfish part of us is, holding on and remembering someone for who what they've done to, for us in our life and influenced us in our lives. But anyway, that's all I have. You know, so again, thank you for listening. This is Blair, the Cancer Care Bear. Stay safe. Stay positive, productive, and prosperous. I'm out.